Are you hoping that will open doors for other hot idiots? <laughs> what are you cackling at, fatty? Too much pie, that's your problem. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Clinic. Oh, man, I fucked it up. <laughs> Critically acclaimed Sigma Male Swagcast, featuring myself, <laughs> Charlie Reifenberger, and my good friend Jack Scullin. Jack, how are you? Know, you what's up? What's up? Uh, I'm doing good. Gonna see um, the Orange Constant Smith's Old Bar tonight. The Orange and, Constant. Uh, Wait, I think... You've that's been... uh, Chris Freiberg's band. Okay. Okay, yeah. Have I ever seen... They ruled them all to, to our thousands of subscribers and listeners. Um, they have an awesome album on Spotify called Peel, among other albums. But yeah. their most recent one, Peel, um, is what rock and roll is all about. Hell yeah. I think... Yeah, I listened to I listened to Peel. I can't remember. It's been a while. But I did listen yeah, to they're, it. They're doing a two-night run at Smith, so I'm going to both nights. Awesome. And then I'm seeing uh, Jeff Foxworthy at the punchline on Wednesday. Wicked, <laughs> dude! I, I mean, can't believe th- he's that's awesome. At the punchline. That's so funny. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I bet he's. I bet he kills. I bet he yeah. fucking slaughters. Jeff- well, it's like it's like it doesn't even matter who the comedian is. It's like it's a twenty-five dollar ticket to see Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah, it's yeah. like, dude. I was trying to. I was trying to look at tickets to see fucking tom segura at fox theater it's like eighty dollars dude it's 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 not only sold out but there was only like single available seats available and they like no joke bad seats were like 220 that's insane that's so crazy 220 dollars for a single seat by itself dude i i don't you like i i cannot pay more you you can't pay more than a hundred dollars for a ticket. That's like my rule. Unless it's a festival, you just you yeah. can't pay. You cannot pay more than a hundred dollars. Yeah, for a ticket. I I would agree. I would say that's a, a, a that's yeah that's the top limit that, too. That's, that's ridiculous. Top, yeah. That's ridiculous Three in figures. itself. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous in itself. A hundred bucks for a ticket to see somebody. I mean, shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. My parents my parents went to Tosh and they paid like eighty bucks a pop for for Tosh. And Daniel uh Tosh. yeah, for Daniel Tosh. Uh, yeah, and uh and there's like some some crazy drunk lady in the audience and he was like he was like, I'm charging eighty dollars a piece. How much do I have to charge so that you can't get <laughs> so you can't <laughs> afford to be here? How much? <laughs> How much do I need to raise my prices <laughs> until there's until that lady can't afford to be here? <laughs> That's a fun. That's a good bit, <laughs> man. It's so crazy. Tosh Boy Noah is still going on, isn't it? Um, I think, I think they've had seasons recently. I don't, I don't know. I, I never watched. They got to be on season like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, I think, I think they kind of, you know, they go on hiatus for like years. Yeah, you know, like, like they'll take like two years off or something, and then they come back. But dude, it's yeah, everybody that, forgets about Tosh. Yeah, no, I mean, it's hilarious that Patrice O'Neill web junk literally was tosh point out yeah i mean and ridiculous they tried it they tried it a couple of times i mean yeah ridiculousness there was uh joel McHale had web soup that was the same thing yeah web soup 
or the soup. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, web, yeah. web soup. Joe McHale, that that was really good. He's he's a good like he's a good jackass type host, like yeah. a smart ass. Yeah. He, I like he Joel plays McHale. that he plays that character really well. Yeah. You, you ever so watch Community? Tosh. You ever watch Community? Yeah. I fucking love Community. I love Community. It had um, you know, as soon as as soon as Donald Glover and Chevy Chase left the show, obviously yeah. it became absolute trash. Yeah, which is which is exactly what's happened to uh, the show Billions. Oh yeah, um, who, the, uh, who left the, Billions? The, the okay, so the the main I don't know if you ever watched the show, but it's the guy from Homeland, right? Isn't it that guy? Uh, yeah, the the orange hair. Yeah, the yeah, orange he hair left. guy. Yeah, he, he left, left because okay. his his wife his wife died recently. Oh wow, that's sad. And um, basically, they wrote him off the show and replaced him with a new billionaire. And huh. uh, yeah it's it's <laughs> not good anymore damn that's that's danny soder yeah it's our boy danny sodes well danny danny soder isn't really in the show too much anymore because when they on the the episode that they wrote off axe which is the name of the, the ginger guy uh-huh um dan soder also quit like working yeah. at the the Mc, hedge McPhee. fund place so they kind of because I think Dan Soder, like you know, he's he's kind of gotten big enough to the point where it's like he doesn't need that, you know, sure tertiary, tertiary character role. Yeah. On like, but still, I mean, he's he's it's, he's a, a, a stand up dude. He's, yeah, he's a dude. He's a killer stand up. Yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, he's probably he's making so much more money, and he's much more interested in doing like podcasts and yeah, you know, just doing the circuits rather than like, you know, actors. Yeah. God, man, it would suck to be an actor. Dude, it would suck Ugh. so much. I'm thinking about doing some acting though. I met these guys. I mean, you should. I'm, I'm literally, I, I can't memorize lines. Yeah. To save my life, I'm, I'm so I, bad. I like, don't know if I've I, ever even tried. Honestly, I've never tried acting. I don't oh, know man. how this is I've, gonna go, but these, these dudes. So, um, so I did a, um, I did an improv show. I, kn- I know you're probably gonna be disappointed in me. I did an improv uh, uh, comedy show. Um, it was fun. It was like a game show, kind of like whose lines did anyway or something. And my team lost, but it was fun. It was a good time. But um, we had this dude um, film like a trailer for us for the show, so that we and then we shared that, and it like it looked really good. Like this dude is a, is a real professional, and he and he was saying that you know. He's like, he's like, you, you know, you, you're funny. I, I want to use you in this, in this, uh, we make a lot of short films and, um, most of them are serious, but we're doing a comedy one. So I want to use you. And I was like, fuck yeah. And, and yeah. like he filmed our, our trailer for us and it was super, super well done. I mean, um, obviously he's got a super nice camera so that it's going to look good. Um, and he knows how to use it. So it's going to look really good. But then the thing was like, he edited it also and, the comedic timing of of our little trailer that he put together for us was very on point. It was like, yeah, like I don't even know if I could have figured out how to improve it. Like it was perfect. Yeah, I mean, editing is the secret sauce to a lot of things. Yes, I mean, it, it's crazy when it comes to just like a movie, a TV show. It's like, man, what they do in that editing room as far as it's just like cutting it together is like that can make and break something. Make and it's break everything. Something. It's everything yeah. and comedy. And and not not that it's more important for comedy, but I think it might be more difficult for comedy, you know, because because oh, yeah. the timing is everything for comedy, and 
um, the editing is where the timing comes in. The actor, the actor delivers the line, but the editor is the one who, who gives it its timing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, well, he, he really impressed me with that. So I'm, I'm excited to possibly work with him. Um, nice. but then he sent me the script and I haven't read it. So that shows yeah. how dedicated I am to the, uh, the, the potential, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, pro- uh, project, but, um, anyway, I think, yeah, yeah, Dan Soder, he's, he's a stand-up comedian primarily, but I think, I think that whole Billions thing has really helped him out, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You ever listen to Bonfire? I've listened to some, not, not that much. I listened to it a good bit, ever since they started putting, putting out, um, you know, chunks of it on uh apple podcasts yeah obviously i don't have a i don't have a serious uh subscription so i can't listen to that but like the whole thing but yeah we went and saw dan soder when he was in atlanta at the punchline and um and it it was so fucking funny dude it was right before he filmed his hbo special so it was all that material if you've seen it have you seen the hbo i don't think so no dude you should watch it you should watch dan soder's hbo special it's so fucking funny he has this bit about straw weight boxers. Um, and it just, I mean, it killed us so hard at the punchline when he, when he told it. I mean, it, it wasn't as funny on the HBO special. It was still hilariously funny on the HBO special. But I'm telling you, when he did it live in Atlanta, I mean, it was just like, it leveled, you know? Like, just that, like, like oh, that, yeah. that, 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 like, looks like a bomb went off because everybody's laughing so hard that it's just like, <laughs> it's like, you know, you know what I mean. You can picture like oh, yeah, the yeah. movement of like, yeah, yeah. you know, of just everybody dying laughing so hard, dude. <laughs> Talking about those little, those little tiny dudes that you know in in boxing, those like one hundred pound yeah. fighters. It really killed. Um, my dog barking at the neighbors. Yeah, I saw I, the my first show I've ever been to at the Punchline was Paul Verzi, and that was oh yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I saw Paul Verzi at the Punchline about um, must have been three years ago when he was nice. there. Yeah, um, his opener bombed though. Oh yeah, who do you have yeah. opening? Some guy Bartlett. He, he, Joe 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 Bartlett. Um, I don't think so. I don't. I won't. I wouldn't remember his name. But. Yeah. Was he a tall? Was he like a tall guy with long hair? Just a white guy with a beard. White guy with a beard? I don't know. But, yeah. When we saw him, he had Joe... Joe. It's not Bartlett. Bartnick? Joe Bartnick? I, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Who was very funny. So, he crushed when when we saw him. But we, we also... We went on a Thursday, and there was, like, maybe 20 people in the audience. So, it was kind of... Kind of... Oh, a, yeah. Kind of a awkward show. Um, he was just talking to everybody. Paul Verzi was. He was like, you know, just there's just so so few said. people that he just did crowd work a lot of the yeah. time. Just talk, just interviewed the whole audience. Like, what's well, you know, what's your deal? What's your deal, man? <laughs> that was that by Mark Wahlberg. Can I do a Verzi? So he 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 asked he asked us, and so he kind of had like been talking to the whole audience, and and everybody was kind of like you know crossed arms like yeah I don't know you know like not really yeah, yeah. giving them much to work with. So I was all excited. I was like, when he comes to us, I'm gonna give him our whole story so that he has lots to work off of, right? Right. So he goes 
he goes uh he, he goes he goes how about you guys what's going on here i was like i was like well uh well we're fraternity brothers and we're both mechanical engineering students and uh this is my girlfriend she's a nurse she went to alabama and this is his girlfriend and she's also goes to georgia tech and we uh and I, you know i just sort of like rattled off yeah, like yeah. a ton of shit and he just looks at me he's, he like kind of he's, he's just like I don't know what to fucking do with any of that. <laughs> just, I was just like, I was just like, ah oh, man. <laughs> he just looks at me for a second, just kind of squints. He's just like, yeah. okay, uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck to do with any of that. You know? <laughs> she's a registered nurse. I'm a she's a she's a I'm she's a, a nurse. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a closet I'm homosexual. A... <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'm a fucking I, loser. I, uh, I, I make fun of me about murder. Um... <laughs> We're, uh, we're frat guys. There's probably a lot to talk about with that, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't fucking know what to do with any of that. Oh, you show me a fucking chain? I don't... Dude, I thought I had a good verse. Yeah, I think I'm not I'm not hitting it at all. You know, Bill, uh, I fucking... You know... No, that's, that's there. You know, I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe just when I do it and I'm not listening to myself in headphones, I... I can't tell how shitty no, no, I, I am I at it. I hear it. I hear it. But so uh, nice, you land, you landed, uh, you you landed a new job. Yep, new new gig. Oh um, yeah, I, my my call at two is for uh, a call with my old company, so I right. think I'm gonna be going back. Yep, yep, that'll be that'll that'll be cool, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a good squad. Well, no, actually, you talked a lot about how you hated <laughs> working there and how it was all sorority girls right no that no, that, that, that was a job from a while ago. that was the one in in buckhead yeah yeah <laughs> oh man yeah that that job sucked that was literally 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 hell i mean <laughs> it was like i'll, I'll yeah. give you the full picture okay so i'm probably i'm probably three years into my advertising career and prior, I my second job, I got fired, and uh-huh. I was looking for a job for probably like eight or nine months. Yeah, and uh, you know, you go through that. It, it, you know, basically, when you have that little of experience, it's just like really hard to land a job. But um, so I, I ended up, I ended up transitioning into this junior SEO specialist role, uh-huh. and. Um, the pay was absolute shit. Like probably like maybe like forty thousand. Yeah. Like just bad. Yeah. Um, and I was living in East Atlanta Village, and to go to work, commuting to Buckhead. Literally, you like you can't you can't take your car because there's only like there's no shortcut. You just have to get on four hundred to eighty five. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's less than I don't know how many miles it is. It's it's probably like what six miles. Yeah, but it took probably like an hour and a half, yeah. hour and twenty minutes to get home. So I would just take Marta. So I would drive to the Inman Park Marta station. I would get on the Marta. I'd have to go to Five Points, transfer trains, get on the Gold Line mm-hmm. to go to the Buckhead station, get off. Yep. So my commute was pretty much like an hour each way every day. Damn. And I was a junior SEO specialist, and then my boss was in the SEO director. So it was a two-person team. So how far was the walk from the, the, the Buckhead station to 
the job. Probably the, from from the Buckhead station to be sitting at my desk was a good probably 10, 12 minutes. 10, 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I know where it is. It's right there next to um that that Taco Mac in the in the Gold Room. The Buckhead station. Well, no, that's Linux. That's the Linux station. Yeah, yeah. Buckhead is Buckhead is just uh on uh Peachtree Road. On Peach like Street. on the same street as Lennox Mall. Okay. What what yeah, um what, what Peachtree Industrial turns into? What yeah. Peachtree Industrial turns yeah. into? Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy yeah. I was like working for it was okay. So I had my own little cubicle, which was right outside my boss's office, uh-huh. and then I was just surrounded by probably like ten of the most annoying, just just catty type girls, just like just just girls that would just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Just like, and always talking about just like a Bachelor episode or whatever. It would just yeah. like, every day would just be like, oh my gosh, did you see that episode? This right? It was so crazy. It was like, oh my God, he was so cute. It was like, I don't really know about that. I was like, oh my God, I love that. Oh my God. But he was like, he was like, just, and I'm just like sitting at my desk, just like. And it was also psycho. one of those things where it was like, you know, you just become kind of like you know, the outcast in a way, because it's like, you're not in the, the sorority. Right. So you're just kind of like the weird guy in the office. It's like, why doesn't he talk that much? It's like, what, what am I going to talk to you about? The fucking bachelor. Yeah. But anyway, and my boss was just like the weirdest dude ever. Just like a really quiet, odd man. Yeah. He was just like, he was, he was a nice guy, but he was just like an odd, socially awkward person. And so I basically just, I, I, I got this review, like, a year and some change into the role and it was like a performance improvement plan. Yeah. And my boss just trashes my performance. He's just like, yeah, it's like, all right, we need to get you, you know, improve, blah, blah, blah. But fortunately I was interviewing for another role. And then like, after that, I just accepted it. So that just like the next day I come in the office and he's like, so what'd you think about all the uh, performance, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Uh, I mean, this, this, this is going to be my last day. Yeah. And then he was just like, uh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like he didn't even give uh, him the two weeks. Didn't even give yeah, him no, the two I weeks. I was just like, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking out. Yeah. Peace out, dude. That's so funny. Yeah. Today is gonna be my last day. That's such a funny response to. <laughs> what yeah. do you think about my plan for you to be better at your job? Like, how about <laughs> peace? Yeah. How about and fuck then, y'all? And then listen to this. So this this agency was a dumpster fire to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, when I when I started, they merged with these two other agencies, one in New York and one in Chicago. So it was just like real exec top heavy, and it was a bunch of legacy clients, and it was just like a bloated agency that just was bad. And after I left, probably like a month, no, probably like two months after, they they just straight up do the old like. All right, we're just gonna send a, a email to the team. It's like, all right, team, uh, we're we're closing down. This yeah. is the last day. Damn. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm glad I abandoned that ship when I did. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's nice nice to j- jump ship and then it, you watch it sink and you're like, oh, it's awesome. Wow, glad I got off of that ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping my new job works out. 
I'm just I was I was actually I was doing a bit about this last night. It went it went pretty well. I was talking about how like uh how like I I, I don't know, I kind of went into it saying like, you know, I thought, you know, I was everything a girl wants, you know. I'm I'm like I'm pretty good looking. I'm I'm smart and I'm funny. Um and that's what girls like, right? It's like wrong. Girls want a dude who's a hard worker. Girls want a guy and people talk about money. It's not even that. It is that, but you know, a a guy who's just got his dad's money, girls don't respect you. Your woman doesn't respect you cuz she knows at any minute it could be gone and you're not a hard worker, so you're not going to make more money. You you ha- that's really the sexiest thing to a woman in my opinion is just a guy who's a, a very hard worker. And I thought I was a hard worker because I've worked very hard for periods of time. But then I got a real job and like they want you to work hard all the time and I can't fucking do it. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like I can work hard as shit for a day. <laughs> I can work super fucking hard for like one day, but I can't work hard for every day. <laughs> I don't know. The audience was liking that. They were thinking that was, everybody was sort of identifying, I think with uh, not having hard work stamina. There, yeah, there's some there's some meat on the bone. You can you can tag that really easily. Yeah, I just don't have it. I don't have hard work. It's like you can, you can just be like, it's like, okay, I'll put it to you this way: I work really hard, but I do take a a thirty minute shit at work every day. Yeah, and let me tell you, it is not an actual thirty minute shit. No, nope. I am. That's that's my time to play on my phone. Blah blah blah. Did I, I actually at my old job? I used to go jacket in the bathroom you ever done that see that no no um i did that at school one time at school (laughs) i did it dude i did it in the library at the (laughs) desk at the fucking desk there's no it was it was like 4 a.m you know like nobody there was it, it was completely deserted the place was deserted and i was just i was watching porn on my laptop and i just fucking nutted into my into my boxers and just it just went went on with life didn't wait did you did you actually jerk it or did you you were just so horny you just came in your pants i jerked it i didn't oh, pull my it, dick okay. out i kind of you know i kind of yeah i kind of rubbed it through the through the pants and but that uh that that volcano didn't need that much activity no. to get no yeah. no i was i was actually i was actually uh thinking about this the other day where it's like it, it, you know, um, when I was just like in my early twenties, and it's just like every guy is just like their goal is to like just try to get ass and try to get pussy. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you stumble upon like pickup artist channels, and just like you envy guys that just like you know just sleep with a lot of women. And it's just like now that I'm now that I'm like in my late twenties, it's like I've realized that. It's so weird to just be a guy who just like always has like one night stands or just like always just sleeps with random girls. It's like I've always been a guy where it's like when I sleep with a girl, it's like I get very like lovey dovey really quickly and just like attached. Yeah. And there's just something so sociopathic about just being able to just like constantly deceive chicks and just like plow them and then just move on to the next one. Totally. Yeah. And I'm like, and then and then you look at these like channels where it's like the pickup artist channels and they're just like 
all right, we're going to teach you a uh, uh, social dynamics. Um, yeah. So it's like, if I approach a girl, I'm like, I'm like, Hey, what's up? What's up? And the reason I have my arms crossed is because it's like, it's a way to demonstrate that I'm not interested in her. It's like, right. I am better. It's like, and I was right. just thinking, it's like, literally a virgin who plays Dungeons and Dragons is cooler than that guy. <laughs> like yeah. that, that like, yeah, the guy it's so gay. It's so fucking it's like, gay. Dude. What I was thinking about is like, this guy's whole life is just trying to satisfy his snake in his pants. It's like, yeah, I think a guy's like hero's journey is really just like being able to control the will of their dick. And yeah. It's like, that's really, I being mean, able to like, it's not, not just succumb. your dick too. It's, it's almost like you, you have to almost look at it as being, it, it's not just your dick. It, your dick, your, your sexual impulses are just one of the impulses that you're, you're, will try and, take over and rule your life you are in constant battle with yourself throughout your whole life and it doesn't it oh, doesn't yeah. stop at the penis it doesn't stop at sexual urges it's all it's everything man you are in constant battle with yourself that's the ultimate struggle of human life is is you versus you oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you versus your ego you versus all of your all of your impulses your the impulse to you know to to come the impulse to eat like an, a monster, you know, doing drugs, right? Like whatever, whatever it is that you, you, you are driven to do instinctively, that's, that's the thing that you have to, that you're constantly fighting against. And, um, I don't know. So, so for me, I always, I always saw those pickup guys and I thought uh, like I was, I thought they were cool as fuck. And I was like, and I, and I, I, I myself set out to, to be one of those guys. But then, whenever I would get some pussy, I would start catching feelings like just right, <laughs> right off the bat. So it's like, so like I went into the game like I'm like I'm totally just gonna fuck a bunch of chicks, and then I fuck one chick. I'm like, oh, I love you. You know, unless I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Unless I didn't, and then of course, you know, there were pl- there were some girls where I was just like, I, I am not into you. I don't know. And and, yeah, yeah. and the other thing is like. I would, um, like, and I know people have talked about this a lot. This isn't some sort of revolutionary new territory, but like, uh, it's like, I was such a fuck boy, you know, you know, I mean, you know what the, the idea of a fuck boy is, right? Like, uh, yeah. um, like, but like, you know, it was because I, I really thought I was in love with these chicks, (laughs) you know what I mean? And then I'd come and I'd just be like, oh shit, this, this isn't the girl. This yeah. is 100% not the girl. Uh and then I would just be like, "All right, goodbye. I know I just told you I love you forever, but uh yeah. Not th- that not that my uh <laughs> not that my b- body count is really high, but I've just like always found like the first time having sex is usually not good because it's yeah. like you guys don't know what each other likes. It's just kind of like the, yeah. the best thing about it is the novelty of like, you know. I've had some I've had some great sex on day 1 with some girls yeah. um i also when i was in college i was kind of like i kind of like put it out there that i was like um like i'm a, i'm fucking wild man like no you know you can't put a leash on this dog that kind of, like just that kind of douchebag yeah, shit yeah. so like so like it was sort of understood for a lot of chicks there like if you fuck him like it is it is gonna be like a one night stand kind of thing so what that attracts is whores okay and, yeah, yeah. and what and what happens when you fuck a whore on the first night is it's pretty awesome because 
they're used to fucking a lot of guys on the first night and it's just like they're whores they're yeah. <laughs> they know what's up so sex the sex is you know just pretty good right off the bat um dude i used to lay it down dude i used to <laughs> i used to pride myself so much on my fucking abilities um which of course now i just don't even give a shit about it all i'm like the laziest lover that you could imagine at this point i'm i'm like i'm like two pumps and i'm just like all right i'm not gonna try to hold it back what am i (laughs) why would i who cares wrap this shit up yeah honestly a new thing i've been doing is just like but uh before i like make a move it's like usually uh my girlfriend will go to bed before me and yeah. then if I, if, if, um, you know, it's one of those nights, um, what I'll do is I'll just sit on my, on the couch, like while she's like, you know, getting ready for bed or just like about to go to bed and I'll just like Google, you know, uh, porn star images, but just like, just the images. Right. Just to get me like real riled up, mm-hmm. like no video stuff. And then like, I'll just do that until I'm like, super super horny and then i'll go to the bed and nice. then i'm like, like hey and then i'm like ready to go let's do this yeah i used to i used to do a similar thing i would go to uh one of my favorite subreddits which was uh i think it was called porn gifts or ns it's called not safe for work gifts nsfw gif mm-hmm. and so it's it's not video it's not video and it's not pictures it's like it's a gif you know i know what a gif is yeah um, so it's just like, it's just like a gif of just like a moment in time of, of porn. Um, yeah. and, and dude, that, that would, that would be zero to 60 pretty quick. Cause it's, you know, it's like, it's like the best, you know, split second of a porn. Yeah. Um, but it's not enough to, it's not sustained. So it doesn't, it's mm-hmm. not going to like actually, you know, you're not going to want to like jack off right then, but it's enough to just like, Ooh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking more and more that like uh like pornography is just another one of these drugs, you know? It's just another sort of Oh yeah, dude. Um yeah, I I've, I've been trying to to quit porn forever. It's and... so hard. <laughs> oh, am I I think we're cutting out. I think we're getting a little Hello? bit of cut out. I can hear you. I can't see your video. Okay, no, you're back. You're back. Okay. You're still. I was little, gonna say that. Little glitchy, that apparently, but. like, apparently, porn is like activates or like an orgasm activates the same part of the brain as like opiates. Yeah, that's why it's like so addictive. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about that with um, with gambling. You know, guys get addicted to gambling real bad. Um, and if you look at physiologically what happens in your body when you do a bump of coke or when you put a, a bet down, it's it's fairly similar. You know, your your heart races, your your endorphins go nuts. It's it's just it is drugs. You know, you don't think about it like that because it's it's not something you're putting in your body. Right, yeah. it's not a chemical that you're introducing to your your chemistry, but it's it's an external stimuli 
that basically results in an internal chemistry that's the same. So, I mean, yeah. it, it really is, in, in a sense, it, it is a drug. And, oh, um, yeah. and I've, I've had to, you know, getting sober has sort of just illuminated to me how much of these other things that aren't technically drugs they are sort of drugs to me, you oh, know? Yeah. I mean, it's the exact same thing as, like, processed foods and sugar. Sure. Yeah, food is a drug. Food is 100% a drug. Yeah, um, like, I, 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 I went to the doctor, and, and I have a fatty liver. Yeah, yeah you're so I've been me. trying. Yeah, yeah, I've been trying to lose weight. So pretty much I've been trying to follow what's called, like, the warrior diet, which okay. basically means that you just drink coffee and water and... I drank a bunch of these nasty juices. Like, look at this. You can Death. only you can only eat the pets of your slain enemies. You no, can, but okay. You so can only is, eat so the, it's like <laughs> you can only eat your juice? dog, the dog of yeah. the guy who you you murder in combat. That's the warrior what? diet. It's kind of like that. So it's just like you just drink <laughs> it's juice like... during the day. You drink juice during the day in the blood of your enemies. Okay, and yeah. then at night. You can you can you eat one gigantic whatever the fuck meal. Yeah, and that's 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 been working for me. I like so, it. So so that that's something you've implemented since since getting the news that you had the fatty liver, right? Yeah, and okay. and, and I've just been going to the gym a lot. And yeah, try, I I basically try to like I work out. I try to go to the gym at least like five times a week now, even okay. for just like thirty to minutes to an hour. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I've, yeah, dude, I've, dude, if you if you drink um, yeah. if you just drink juice during the day and coffee, man, it feels it's, so good. Oh, dude, it's yeah. like I just like I remember like eating like you know like a sandwich for lunch and shit. It's just like the energy level is so much better, and like you just feel sure. so much better. No, I I literally do the same thing, just not not because I've heard about it or know of the warrior diet. I just kind of. Um, I just started kind of, I'm trying to lose weight too. I'm, I'm trying to slim down a little bit more. Um, so like I've been pretty much eating one meal a day. Yeah. But like, well, it's, it's, it's pretty much, it's pretty much just like all this new information on just like the benefits of intermediate fasting. Right. It's like re- intermediate fasting is really good for your liver. Is it? It's really good for just everything. Like your mental acuity. Yeah. It helps like reverse aging. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the warrior diet is just like one among many just yeah. intermediate fasting the, diets. The mental acuity thing is no joke because I'll tell yeah. you what, man. I, I, so I'll go all day and not eating anything all, all fucking day. And sometimes I want to be like, okay, well, I want to eat before I go to comedy, before I go do stand-up. And then sometimes I just won't even eat before, before I go to stand-up. I'll wait till after I, I do stand-up to eat. And, like, I do so much better. I do so yeah. much better when I when I don't eat. It's something about it. Well, I was just listening to a Joe Rogan with this anti-aging guy. They were talking about intermediate fasting, and, and Joe Rogan was like, yeah, basically one of the biggest things I've realized in my career is like you shouldn't eat a meal three hours bef- within three hours of when you're about to perform because you'll just be so much Sharper. clearer and just like on edge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's literally like your body your body's like we need to find food. You need to be good at stuff. After you eat, yeah, yeah. it's 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 like after you come. You're just you you there's there's a good 10 minutes after you come where you're just retarded. Cuz yeah. cuz you it's mission accomplished. We're we're good. Just take a break. 
take a break from everything. Take a break from thought. Take a break from doing anything. You're literally a retarded person for about ten minutes after yeah. you jizz. Um, that's why, yeah, that's why you can't be jacking off right before you go to a job interview or something. You know, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna be retarded. Yeah, they're <laughs> just like, hey, how are you doing today, Jack? Uh, oh, uh, I'm good. What, what? <laughs> So tell us about your job experience, uh, man. I've been working, man. Dude, I've been working work, a lot. Dude, I work so hard. I'm fucking. Oh man, I'm really. I've been working so hard. I'm a go getter. Like I got a lot of uh, energy and shit. Uh, so much energy. I'm like a. Uh, I'm like a. Like I'm a go getter. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're yeah. Sorry, what was the question? What, what was it? Uh, yeah, I'm a, dude, I'm a fucking Sigma male. <laughs> I'm a fucking Sigma male. What does that even describe, mean? Hold on, time out. How you describe your, huh? What does that even mean? What is, what, what, what is Sigma male? Do we know? <laughs> okay. Do we have any so, yeah, so, operational so basically, definition? Basically, there's just five archetypes for okay. men. There's like alpha man. There's like. Beta, gamma men i don't know beta male. but sigma is one of them and sigma is basically it's like the lone wolf type where it's like <sighs> johnny depp would be like a sigma male where it's like you know kind of quiet but like super confident sure i don't know okay all right i like it's just it. some dumb shit yeah just yeah i would i give it a quick google but i think it's one of those I things I think that like it is actually cool to be a sigma male but yeah the dudes who say they're sigma males make it so that it's not cool to say you're a Sigma male, which is why yeah. it's perfect to name your podcast after it because it's... I mean, the same thing with saying swag. Swag. Yeah. Dude, I say swag so much. You fucking <laughs> yeah. infected me. You infected me with swag and squad. I, I, <laughs> I say it in public all the no, time. But that's, that, no, that's the funny thing. It's like, you, I started saying it so much ironically to make fun of it but then you just become it you just become the thing that you yeah, ironically and then it's just start like, doing yeah. and then that's even funnier because <laughs> yeah. it's like what you originally made fun of it's like i've become dude i will walk into a room and go squad a hundred percent i just i got i walk into a room it's like all my comedian friends you know it'll be like five people i'll just be like what's up squad <laughs> like like they're my team you know like this is my squad yeah. you know <laughs> It's like we got a good squad. This is I say squad all the fucking time. <laughs> squad. Yeah, no, dude. I, I don't know. There's just something so funny about. There's a, there's something so funny about like, the culture of just like, oh, an artist like introduces a new word or just like a new way to wear a hat. Sure. Um, and then just everyone starts doing it just because mm-hmm. they're just like sheep and just like. Oh, this is then I'm gonna just start doing that. Yeah. We were we were having a conversation last night about uh tattoos. You got any tattoos? None. None. Me me neither. And I think I think I'm committed to that now. I, I, I think at at one point I would have told you, Oh, I'm I'm probably gonna get something at some point. But then I just I think I kinda analyzed my motivations and realized how gay it was the reasoning but behind why I wanted to get a tattoo. Yeah, you know what I mean, and I kind of think everybody else's reasoning is similarly gay, <laughs> and it, it's kind of like people want to be perceived as being like an artsy type of person. Yeah, a well, lot no, of times. I mean, the thing is, it's like I I hear what you're saying. It's like the criticism of getting tattoos. It's like, why would you get something? It's dumb. It's like, well, what does it mean? Blah blah blah. But it's like, 
to me, it's like, I've kind of like realized it's like people who get tattoos. It's just like, it's as simple as like, this looks cool. Yeah. I just like the way it looks. Sure. That's, and I like, and yeah, that's a cool motivation. I, I was, man, I was binge watching a lot of ink master. <laughs> and let me tell you that, that got my juices going to want to get a tattoo. And really? I, and I think on my 30th birthday, I think I'm going to get a fucking, uh, geisha, the elephant God tattoo. Fuck that. Don't get a kind. tattoo. Yeah, just don't do it. Because that's what I'm at now. I'm just kind of like, ah, that's dumb. If, if <laughs> yeah, if if you want to get one, but I'm I'm just I'm kind of think I'm committing to team no tattoos because I feel like there's a team tattoo and it's gay. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I feel like I feel like there's something that people are trying to signal when they get tattoos. You know, and it's not necessarily like liberal or it's it's like they think they're artsy because they get a tattoo. They're like I'm, yeah. and it's like I, you don't make art though, so you're not fucking artsy. And they're like, no, I am. I'm, I'm on team, you know, coffee shop artsy, uh, you know, liberal, right? Like down with you know sexual sexual freedom. There, there's there's every there's more involved in it, I think. Um, so I was trying to I was kind of having this this argument last night, and I couldn't really. Sorry, dude. I I have to I have to hop off. You got to run. All right, brother. Yeah. Well. Another fun one. Uh, we'll do this again next week and um, have have fun. Good luck on your meeting, and I hope everything goes well for you as well yeah, as I hope, hope it goes well for me. We're both right, starting new jobs. Um, so congratulations and cheers, and I'll All catch right. you next time. Take it easy. Peace, dude. Ole, 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 ole. Hey, cheers, babes. I think we got it.